Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RSN Wrestling Podcast. This is Sal, the mastermind. Now, the other one, we got Rich, the big guy. What's up, guys? And this is not just the big guy. This is the actual big guy, not the fake-ass, you know, person that's just going around saying that, teasing, oh, I'm going to go here, I'm going to go there. But we'll talk about that more in a minute. But basically, this is our uh, edition of the shoot. Basically, we're just going hand previewing uh, TakeOver. Well, I mean, well, most times, well, actually, you're right, you're right. We, uh, As you know, Arson Wrestling Podcast, we've been working for almost a long time already. And, you know, of course, we have our previews. And basically, one of the big previews that's come up right now, we've done WrestleMania, we've done Royal Rumble. Now it's SummerSlam. This is pre-pre-pre-WrestleMania season. So I guess this is our SummerSlam slash TakeOver preview, should I say, right? Well, would you really consider this pre-pre-pre? I think this is the start of WrestleMania season. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. And we, we said many times in the previous podcast that this is our, uh, this is the, you know, yeah, this is, this is WrestleMania season starting right here. Every program from here starts off and then ends at WrestleMania. But nonetheless, I mean, yeah, we're basically here talking about NXT TakeOver and SummerSlam. Primarily... I mean, where else is it going to be except good old New York? And not, it's not just New York. Let's talk about Brooklyn. It's in Brooklyn. That's another big factor. It's the only place in New York that counts. That's right. The only place in New York that really counts. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking as someone from Queens. Fuck Queens. I'm Brooklyn all day, so fuck out of here, you know? So I can agree on that. But, yeah, nonetheless. I think, I think every in the world could agree with that. Definitely, definitely. And that's a big sentiment. Everybody, you know, should agree with that. Like I said, you come here to Brooklyn, there's always signings, there's always big things going on. There's a lot of wrestling fans Yo, here. Holy shit. You don't even know how many fucking signings there were in the past week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell us, what have you heard? Uh, well, you told me that there was one for Triple H, Stephanie, and the Bellas. Yep. Supposedly that one sold out really, really quickly. Like, it was like... 30 minutes, and that's it. Sold out real quick. Like, Triple H and Steph, I understand, but the Bellas, like, the Bellas, really? Supposedly have a lot of fans in New York, so I guess it helps. Uh, tomorrow morning, there's two free, uh, yeah, two free ones. Mm-hmm. There's at Target by the Barclay Center. Mm-hmm. There's going to be Charlotte and Bobby Roode. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Cricket Wireless the cell phone company. Right, right. I think it's in Williamsburg. Wow. There's going to be Sasha Banks. It's pretty dope. Sasha Banks, yeah. I mean, she has a reputation in New York too, so, of course, love, you yeah, see a well, lot of Boss t-shirts. Well, from what I heard, which, not even what I heard, what I experienced myself, right? because I did meet her at that show TRL that MTV hosts. Right, right. And she was really nice. Yeah, I mean, there's Only what, what? Is, uh-huh. uh, MTV wouldn't let her sign any autographs, so uh-huh. she was only able to take pictures. That was it. Wow, but that was that for MTV. Wow, really? That sucks. Because they only but let the, they only let them take pictures. They don't do autographs, uh, which is understandable. Right, right. I mean, I guess it's, you know, their own promoting, you know, they're, they're promoting their own brand and they don't want to kind of get overwhelmed by, oh, you know, WWE, 
this is basically WWE trademark and all that stuff. But you know, I mean, nonetheless, we all know who that person is. You know, and all that stuff. You know, um, I heard Carmella. I think Carmella had a signing too yesterday, right? You said, uh, yeah, it's Dub Hub. Right, it's Stub Stubhub in Times Square, I think, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Got I know you actually know someone that wants to see her. Yeah. That's right. And the person that Sal and I know mm-hmm. somehow magically always ends up seeing like yeah. every friggin' wrestler possible. Yeah, and he has like a whole collection. He has different wrestlers he met and everything, you know? So yeah. that, that, that just tells you how passionate wrestling fans are in general. I mean, that's a big thing, you know? It's always, and that's the thing, it's not just TNA. And with him, I think it's not just TNA, it's also other, other shows too and everything like that. But he's pretty aware of it, which is crazy. Well, well, I don't mean to cut short, but uh, let's get to what the, our fans want. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, I mean, what are your thoughts on this whole program, like with SummerSlam and all that stuff? I mean, if you look at everything right here, basically it's how many years in the making? How many years has Brooklyn, has, uh, Brooklyn been the home of SummerSlam and TakeOver? Almost what? Four years, right? Uh, I think SummerSlam was slightly longer. Really? I but think like, it's one year longer. Really? So I think it's three years for TakeOver, four years for SummerSlam. I thought it was the same. Three and four. Or, no, well, when they started? It started in 2014 or 2015? Coming to New York. Uh, 15, but you have to remember this. Mm-hmm. This is only the third year. Yeah. For a takeover. It's only called Brooklyn Four. Yeah. Because they did uh Well, let's track it back. They got the first takeover in twenty fifteen, right? That was SummerSlam twenty fifteen. I think we both went. Um this was three years ago. Twenty sixteen they had takeover again, I think, right? And SummerSlam. Uh and then twenty seventeen, this is the most recent one where they had um I think Adam Cole debut, right? And uh, yeah. this fourth one now, yeah, technically, yeah, you're right, you're right. So this is the third one, and now this is the fourth one. That, that technically, after this Sunday, it'll be the fourth event that they had. Yeah. Um, so four SummerSlams, four takeovers. That's a pretty big deal. And I mean, here's a really crazy thing: what show beats the whole week? It's always takeover. Always takeover, indeed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I think everybody is really, really hyped up for TakeOver. I mean, you, you went, I think, before to the one in uh, – I think I went to the one in 2015 also. I mean, I can tell you right now, personally, same thing. You know, you go over there. You know, you go to TakeOver, it's this big atmosphere. It's totally different. You go to SummerSlam, totally different. You go over there, probably three, two, three hours in the show, you're already exhausted. You're already like, come on, let's just go home. Let's just finish this shit. And then by the time it finishes you know, over, you're funny, though? Yep. You know, it's TakeOver – it's only what a two-hour show. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And Take it over. blows yeah. away any yeah. four or five-hour pay-per-view. That's right. That's right. And that's always been an argument point. Like you know, WWE they keep going ahead and extending hours. Well, recently they then they bring up the hour now. They brought it up to three hours for Takeover, right? No, I think it's still two. Wow. No, I think they well recently. Oh no, I think it's three. It, they might didn't they have didn't they bring it up an hour? Maybe it was because of pre-show. Yeah, but no one really counts the pre-show. <laughs> right, right. I mean, it's technically no I would say, actual matches. So, so basically, it's like they. And here's the thing: this is we talked about it before. There's going to be a day where WWE is going to have a four-hour, you know, pay-per-view for every single event. 
They're going to have a five-hour pay-per-view, maybe six-hour, maybe seven-hour, hell, 12 hours straight. We talk about it, we made jokes about it, but now it's becoming a reality where they're making every oh, single you didn't know, um, You didn't know WrestleMania is happening right now also? Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. You're right. WrestleMania is actually happening right now. And, you know, this is how many days? I see. What? Uh, 200-something? No, less. Yeah. Probably 100-something days, right? What is it? Let's well, see. I know uh, today is 500 for Brock Lesnar. Right. Yeah. 500 Ooh. days as champ. Right. What do you think about Brock? I mean, I mean, here's the thing. Brock, he's won a world championship. Or he's won every single main event he's main evented in, from 2015. 2015, you know, 2016, 2017, 2018. He's beaten them all. In 2015, of course, I think he faced Taker. 2016, he was facing, um, uh, who was it? Trying to Triple think. H. Was it Triple H? In 2016? Yeah, I think it was Taker. I think it was Taker, Triple H. No, it was Roman. Taker, 2015? No, 2016. Okay. 2018, he faced... Uh, oh, 2017. 2017, you mean? He faced... Uh, what was it? No, no, no. I remember. So, it was... It was uh, 2015, he faced... Uh, what was it? Um... Damn, I'm getting brain farts and shit. Like, what the fuck, man? It's he faced. Um, we have a, yeah, we have to look at brain farts. It's the yeah. fact that we have, just, we watch yeah. so much freaking shows that we lose track. See, that's what happens inevitably when you make a five-hour show into a six-hour show. You see, but I think it was yeah. So it was Taker at 2015, 2016. It was uh, it was Orton, 2017. Oh yeah. yeah. 2017, I believe it was. Uh, who was it? Damn, it's been so long. What the fuck? Like, damn. It doesn't matter. He's the worst. In the words yep. of Kurt Angle, he's the worst universal champ ever. Yeah, and they actually acknowledged it, which is crazy. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? What do you feel like is going to happen this Sunday? I mean, everything everybody's asking that. Is he going to stay in the WWE? Is he going to UFC? Is he bringing a title there? Is he, you know, staying whatever? You, you want know? my personal – you want my opinion? Yeah. Whether he loses the title to Brock mm-hmm. or keeps the title – Braun Strowman is walking out the champ. So you think he's going to cash in? No, it's he is cashing in. He is cashing in. All right. But then also you got to think about the speculation of uh, Kevin Owens in that cage match. I think it's going to be that match opening the show. Really? And then probably speculation. That's the thing. If you have to remember back to WrestleMania with Seth Rollins. Mm Mm-hmm. He was the second match on the card, right. which gave him enough time to relax. Mm-hmm. Like, God forbid, any injuries happened. Right. They heal up. Not in, like, major injuries. It's like, oh, I, my knee hurts a little bit. Like that. Right. right, right. And what happened in the main event? Yeah. He cashed in. Yeah, he So I think in. they're going to do that with Brock, with uh, Braun also. It's going to be yeah. the first or second match. Mm-hmm. He's going to go to the back, relax, mm-hmm. and then, boom, main event's going to happen, and Braun cashes in. Yeah. I mean, in the world of WWE, nothing is – like, logic isn't a real thing. So, I guess it's going to make uh, – I mean, looking at Braun, Braun, he's not just a, you know, like, you know, Braun Strowman. He's a monster, basically. So, they're probably he's thinking that, you know what? Yeah, he's a monster. And I guess, you know, they want to kind of push that up. So, I mean, I don't think it makes a difference. It should be like whatever match he's on the card – He's still going to cash in either way. He might. I can say this for sure, though. Brock, 
is a one one of a kind athlete. I can say that for sure right now. The thing is, if you look at him in UFC, he's probably done the best work when there. He shows up. Yeah, anywhere else. You see all his promos? It's hilarious. When he's when talking he like, about this thing and everything like that, it's hilarious. It's like, damn, he's speaking the truth. But you see he fits right in well over there. You see over here in WWE, it's just like he's sitting over, you know, just watching, you know, you know, you know, sitting down in the back doing nothing. He barely carries the belt around. I don't think he even right. knows where the belt you is. Gotta, and he's just the one thing you got it. The one thing you got in yeah. there, though, that segment with him sitting down on yeah. the couch was pretty funny. It was hilarious. I, li- I like what they did with this whole segment. And then with uh, Brock going ahead and, you know, uh, supposedly the rumor was that for a whole week, people were speculating, like, oh my God. Paul's gonna turn. Paul's gonna turn. Paul's gonna turn. Next thing, I think he is. It might be. It's a possibility. You never know. I mean, if you look at the history, twenty in uh, two thousand and three, I believe he turned on Brock, which is crazy. That's how many years? Fifteen years. Ooh, yeah. that's interesting. That's pretty interesting. Oh, and speaking I think, about two thousand, speaking two thousand three, yeah. this is actually the first SummerSlam since two thousand three. John Cena is not on the card. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I saw that on Facebook, yeah. and I looked it up yeah. just to, like, just to see because I believed it, but at the same time, I didn't. Right, right. This is the first year he's not on the card since two thousand three. But yeah, Cena. Yeah, the same thing with Cena. Like he hasn't. Uh, this is what fourteen years since he hasn't been on uh, SummerSlam card. I mean, he's been on a card fourteen years consecutively. Fifteen, wow! So and he's he's not on this one. That's crazy. I mean, it's you know, I think what it is is a New York crowd. So it happens. Yeah. But look, it's a New York crowd. That's what No, it's not even that. It's not even that. It's he's been doing this for sixteen, seventeen years wrestling. Uh-huh. Your body takes bumps and bruises. Yeah. Well, you seen his new videos where he's like lifting weight and talking to Chinese and everything. He's looking pretty skinny. Like, he's looking pretty slim right now. I don't know what happened to him. Maybe, you know, he got injured or maybe he's getting ready for roles or something like that. But, you know, he looks like he's losing weight. Like, he was pretty chunky. He was pretty big. Uh, like, if you see his pictures. He's losing body. See, this is – I'm going to go to terms that you know. Yep. He's losing body mass, mm-hmm. but he's gaining body muscle. Yeah. He's more, he's more leaner now, I guess. Yeah, so he just – I mean, that's the thing. It's just for him – he just – and that's the thing. It's like The Rock. Look at The Rock's net worth. Rock's net worth is like almost $200 million. That's the most out of any other wrestler in the world right now. I mean, of course, you can talk about it because of his, you know, his, his movie roles and all stuff. We look at Cena. Cena, I think, is at almost $40 million. Take a look at that. He's trying to get there, and he's only about a fourth he's of the nowhere way. Near. He's nowhere near. He's fourth of the way inside of it. So he needs more years to get into it. And it's crazy. You know, you have to see how it's going to work from there. But – I mean, but the thing with uh, The Rock but, is he started at the right time. Well, right, but The Rock, The Rock started the Hollywood thing at the right yeah, time. Yeah. Well, Cena speaking of The Rock, you heard what Seth Rollins said about The Rock? What he said? Quote unquote, he said we don't need him. When he was asked, they asked him, they're like, okay, you know, so oh. he was in an interview, and they're like, okay, what do you feel about you know Rock showing up or you know when his old timers coming up? He said they're not going to be here for long. He's like, so we don't need them. Blatantly just said it right there. And it's true. It's, it's true. true. I mean, that's the thing. We're coming into a world now where it's like, all these old guys, you don't really need them. Look at Hogan. How many times they've been trying to say, oh, Hogan's coming back. Oh, Hogan's coming back. Has anybody given a fuck since then? I don't see fans asking for it. Fans are like, okay. I mean, yeah, it's it's nice to see them. But then amid all, missed all these, like, you know, racist allegations and all that stuff. But beside that, 
fans really don't want to see Hulk Hogan back. It's like, okay, you know, Hulk Hogan's back. All right. No. Shake your shoulders and that's it. You're like, all right. Like, yeah, there's certain people that we want to see. Yeah. Like, yeah, we love watching when Shawn Michaels comes yeah. back. Because he ends up kicking someone. That's right. And they see Stone Cold. It would be nice to see it. NWO reunion. That'd be cool. Just as nostalgic moments. That's right. But I think Stone Cold coming back, that's always awesome. Right, right. I think what it is again, uh with WWE now, specifically what they're doing now, they're going ahead and develop they're they're making talent and they're burying them. That's what I don't like about that. If they have these little nostalgia moments, they bury them and then it's like, okay, whatever. Look at uh when they had the thousand uh, the thousandth episode. Uh what'd you call it? I think it was Heath Slater getting buried by all the legends. You see, uh, for example, let's say this early this year, the Raw 25th anniversary, same thing happened. The Rival Revival came out. All these old guys came out, beat up on them. What was the point of that? Like, what are you guys trying to do with this? If they're going to do something like the NWO, make it benefit somebody else. The yeah, the Ascension. Ascension. Like, yeah, exactly. Same thing with the Ascension. Like, the way, I think that was what? That was in 20, that was like mid-2015, like out of nowhere, I guess. Yeah, right? And I think that was Raw Homecoming. Raw Homecoming. Right, right, right. I remember. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, I mean, same exact thing. It's like a, you know, they got they got beat up, and then it's like, all right, all these legends come out. But again, it's like you know, we don't live in that time no more. It's like, oh, you know, you know, it's nostalgia. Oh wow, just come, you know. Well, just since you brought up the since we brought up the revival, you know, they were at, they actually won the tag team titles at the first Raw uh, NXT Takeover Brooklyn. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I remember. Uh huh. Well. A couple of teams. So it's just weird how the first takeover Brooklyn, yep. they win the NXT tag team titles. Right. This Sunday, they could possibly win the Raw tag team titles. It should be like a homecoming at some. Yeah, that would be like a big coming around for them. So, I mean, but I mean, I could tell. I think we can all admit about this. We all agree with Cody Rhodes, FTR, fuck the revival, and we're all FTR. Failed test. We're, and we're all in, by the way. So that's another <laughs> thing too, but. Hashtag all, Hashtag all in, indeed. But, you know, Revival, I'd say they really are developing them where they should be. Because they've been an injury. They've had the shit end of the stick. At least they're developing them. So, okay, fine. You know, we understand that. But, like, like look at, look at Matt Hardy. Look at, uh, what do you call it? Um, look at Bray Wyatt. Like, you know, this having this kind of constant roles. It's like back and forth. And people are just like, eh, okay. That's what it is, you know? I mean, we had never had this kind of stuff. Like, I, I say the whole Raw, Raw tag team division has really gone down since, you know, Cesaro and Sheamus, wouldn't you say? I mean, they do have tag teams, but they're mm-hmm. booking the same teams over and over. Right. Same thing like SmackDown. Right. Like, I thought Sanity was actually going to win this tournament. That's right. I thought the same too, yeah. They were actually the favorites, but I guess they didn't win. And New Day won, so it was like, okay. You want to give them their fifth title reign? Go right ahead, but let's see if the fans will take it. But I think it's also the fans don't give a shit. It's like, you know how a couple years ago when people looked at the mid-card titles were like, oh, this guy won the title. It was a hot potato. Oh, this guy won the title. The same thing is going on right now with the tag division. It's like, okay, oh, they're tag team champions? Oh, cool. And then just move on to the next thing. I think it's the same kind of deal. What do you feel about this match between uh, Bludgeon Brothers and uh, New, New Day, let's say? Well, my honest opinion, uh-huh. I really don't care. See, because I really want to say that's, that's what I mean, man. I'm telling you, see, that's the thing that's people don't like, you know, it's just like they just don't give a shit. They just shrug their head and go, okay, that's the main event. 
all right, it'll be a good match, whatever. But then, you know, you know. But if I had to pick, probably the Bludgeon Brothers. Bludgeon, yeah. And too, because they're on a roll right now, so. Hell, bring back the Whites. That's what I'm thinking. Bring back the fucking Whites. Why not? You know? But, yeah. Um, and then, of course, I mean, we're talking about the IC title match. Seth Rollins versus Dolph That's Ziggler. That's going to be the show stealer. Oh, man. I, I can't wait to see it. Is this a last man standing match or? No, it's just I, a regular I, match. That's an Iron Man match, isn't it? No, it's just a regular match. Really? Wow. I guess, yeah. they just trying... singles match. But not only that, there's also other people in, in those two corners, right? Well, I just want to throw it out there. Dean looked friggin' jacked. Oh, my God. Dean Ambrose, I don't know what the fuck he was taking. Like, it's crazy. Joey Diaz said it best. This motherfucker has – he's taking steroids that makes his fucking head look big. Like, seriously, you look at this guy. I mean, I'm not saying that he's taking steroids, but Dean fucking – oh, my God. He changed so much. He looked like a skinny little fucking kid or something like that. Now he's just fucking, you know, like – He lost – he lost He lost weight. weight, yeah. Same thing. Same story as Cena. More but leaner. he gained it in a muscle. Yeah. But he's looking a lot more bulkier, like a lot bigger. So it's crazy. You look at him, it's like holy shit, man. Like this guy's just, you know, it's bizarre. It's like holy crap. See, the only thing I don't like is they leaked. They leaked he was coming back though. Yeah. With the shirt, I think, right? Oh, he's backstage. He's backstage. Wow. Don't leak it. Just let it happen. Yeah. That's the problem with today's world. Is you know you got fucking marks like uh, Dave Meltzer coming in, thinking they know what the fuck is going on, spoiling for a while, and then shit what happens. Oh, don't even get me. Don't even mention that name. Yeah. Oh, man. He is such an asshole for what happened this week. Man, it's, it's crazy. Well, she, he said something. What did he say about Peyton tell, Royce? Tell, tell, tell him. Tell him. Tell him, man. Come on. You got, I, know, I know you got some choice words for that, man. He violated your girl, Peyton Royce, man. How do you fucking say, oh, she looked, she needs to eat different. She looked lighter when she was in NXT. She looked better. Uh, Motherfucker, she looks amazing. Damn, Dave Muscle, you heard that. And he apologized, though. I mean, he apologized for it. He said, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, he apologized after everyone. Exactly. Him. And that's, I think, what he's doing is just... Comment, yeah. comment of the year goes to Seth Rollins. Really? Though. What would he say? You get a negative six stars, Dave. <laughs> Damn, man. That's fucking dope. That's hilarious. It's true, though. He does, he does deserve a, a, that, that distinction of the negative six star rating. So, definitely. That's the first. Moving on. I mean, we're talking about the Hardys. We talked about the Hardys before. Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Well, why don't we why don't we cover Takeover first? Well, I mean, I mean, we're in the middle of the SummerSlam. I mean, well, let's talk about the least important event, I guess, right? Would you say? Let's say, yeah, we'll start with SummerSlam. Let's, 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 let's say Takeover for later, you know, because you know Takeover is a more important event. I think everybody's gonna be more fucking happy about that, right? The A show, the A show, yes, the A program. Everybody knows. After three years, don't make that mistake. Don't make that mistake and say, "Oh, this is going to be a good SummerSlam." Because believe me, it won't. I'm telling you, guarantee. How much money you guys want to put onto it? Fucking do it right now. Take Takeover will steal SummerSlam, hands down. Takeover takes over the weekend. That's that's pretty good. And then I mean, I mean, here's the thing too. I mean, there's many times where we went to, you know, whatever, you know, all this stuff. I have, you know, we have people talking and everything like that. People have gone or whatever. And they're all excited. Like, oh my God, more SummerSlam. This, this SummerSlam better not be like last year's. Oh, man, it definitely won't be. This because, you know, I'm going. It's like, fuck you. Okay. And then when it turns shitty, I'm like, ha, you had a fun, right? You had a fun time going to SummerSlam, right? How was that SummerSlam? 
Oh, this shitty. Oh, this is a Brock Lesnar one again. Of course. Fucking dickhead. That's what's going to happen. How about that takeover, though? Yeah, yeah. It's like, how about that takeover? It's like, come on. You know? And we did it in less than, in three hours less. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's just like, again, they, and that's the thing, they have a quality program compared to Raw. I mean, look, look at SummerSlam. Anything that SmackDown or Raw's putting out, it's just like, okay, whatever. You know, it's not really much going on, you know? But, I mean, we talk about Nakamura and Jeff Hardy. What do you think about the Hardy? Do you think they're at the end of their rope? Do you feel like they're about to retire? I mean, there's rumors that uh, – I think so. Yeah. They're saying there's rumors that um, – what you call it? Matt Hardy. Matt's done. Yeah. He's supposedly having like his spine fuse or something like that, where his spine and his uh, pelvis are, are fusing together. I mean, the cartilage is so worn out to the point where he can't perform properly. And then with Jeff, it's the same thing. He's putting up – He's putting up really cryptic tweets. Yeah, that's right. He's putting up, like, goodbye tweets. Yeah, and it's weird. It's, you know, it's, I mean, look at – it happened, I think, in 2015 with the Dudleys, right? So why not go out with yeah. – you know, and they even said, they said, we if we wanted to go out, we want to go out on WWE. That's the, you know, the program that we want to go on because we were made there. And hands out if they do, you know. Because that's the company that made them. Right, right. But with Jeff Hardy and uh, – I mean, I think Jeff Hardy said many times in the past, he's like, he's not ready to do a, a road agent role. Like, they offered it to him, but he's like, nah, I'm more of the performer type. I'm more of the daredevil type, you know? But how much more can he take? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, how much more can he take, you know? I'm just saying, I think Nakamura is going to retain. I think so. Yeah. I mean, especially looking at what Randy's doing right now with the whole, you know, grabbing, his, uh, grabbing uh, Jeff Hardy's spacer by the ear and doing all that stuff. It's trying to have, like, this whole Legend Killer vibe, I guess, right? Wouldn't you say? Oh, definitely. And yeah. that's the order that. Yes. And I think everybody's yearning for it. Everybody's like, turn this guy heel. He's not doing anything else as a face. Might as well. And it's working, you know? So, you know, we'll have to see. Because if you think about it, when you hear the name Randy Orton, heel. Yeah. Well, let's say what's the best version of the heel, I'd say. Probably the legend killer. Legend killer. Or I'd say if you were to tell me exact like time. Hello everybody, welcome to the Arsenal Wrestling Podcast. This is our shooter edition, or should I say our preview edition of SummerSlam and NXT Takeover. We recently did a whole show and things like that. Uh, we're just kind of going ahead and following up just to see what's going on, things like that, you know, in regards to SummerSlam and what's going on in Brooklyn right now and Barclay Center. Uh but yeah, you were saying before. I think you were saying that uh, you know we had uh, what we talked about before with uh, uh, Orton. Orton. You know about these all these allegations, right? Yeah. Oh um, man, with alleg- I mean, that's the thing with with uh, Orton. There's just a. Uh, uh, I mean, you've heard about the allegations probably where he was like supposedly he was showing his dick to everybody, and then you know he, he you know I don't know he did something with his dick or something like that, and he's just shaking people's hands or something like that, and then yeah, you know only the writers were like. Yeah, only for the new riders, just as a, a rib. But do you think that will get him fired? Nah, I don't think he'll ever get fired, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, look at what happened in the past. He, he's had, I think, three suspensions. One supposedly mysteriously just got thrown away. And they were just like, oh, you know, when did that happen? You asked him, like, what suspension? I don't know what to talk about. He has two, he has two strikes, you know. He has third? Oh, oh, I didn't know about that. It's like, all right. Yeah, it's been happening, yeah. Yeah. Roman has 12-2, but only one is acknowledged. 
Yeah, only one is acknowledged, and then he has like another one. It's like, oh, you know, it's it's nothing. It's all right. It's like, all right, like what the fuck? Come on, man. And then um, I think with uh, look at like for example uh, with Angle, same thing with Angle. Angle has has so many freaking like violations and stuff to the point where he should be fired right now. He's at three already, so it's like, you know, shouldn't he be even be out of the company? But you know, again, this is their skewed policy, so this is WWE anyway. But I'm moving on. Uh, who do you think is going over, Nakamura or Jeff? I think Nakamura. Nakamura, right? Yeah, I think they're just trying to build Nakamura as a champion. But it's just kind of like, okay, you know, you're going to get this guy frustrated enough to the point where he's going to leave and go to New Japan. Well, if you think about it, they already have one Japanese wrestler who left. Yeah. That's Asuka right. just walked out earlier this week. Really, Asuka? Yeah. Wow, really? That's crazy. That's bizarre, man. I mean, she's getting mistreated. I just totally understand. Like, you know, look at what... She was undefeated in NXT. Right. Undefeated when she came out to the main roster up until Mania. Right. And then magically goes on a five-match losing streak. Right. And she Mm -hmm. doesn't have a match on SummerSlam. That's right. That's right. And and then you look at like let's say the um you look at uh the whole you know uh if you look at the whole thing going on with the whole May Young Classic look at how many people they signed up you know signed up and there's like so many fucking like you know great star Japanese wrestlers Ayo Sharia there's uh Michael Satomura who's my fucking oh man Michael Satomura fucking hell two people that work she knows about you know she worked around that style and everything like you that know but in the May Young Classic. Who else? <laughs> Do you know who else? Who else? Who else? Diana Perrazzo. Diana Perrazzo, right? Well, what, what happened with Marty Scroll? You guys settled it? Yeah, we're good now. You guys are good? Damn, yeah. man. Come on. But she's still your girl, though. No, no. Tony Storm is. Ah, uh, come on, man. That's the thing. It's just, you know. Come on. Tony Storm. Well, Tony Storm, too. That's another one. They got, uh, who else? Uh, uh, Ginny, who's from Progress. They got, you know, a whole bunch of people. I mean, Mayon Classic, there's a lot of good. different things. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, spoilers are out, I think. They're already, they're already Zia, the first episode. Of I think her name is Zia Brookside. She's good. She's nice. Yeah, Zia Brookside. Yeah, young, young star. God damn. And then there's also, you know, there's a whole bunch of, uh, you know, you other better. stars out there. You have Caitlin. You have Ashley Rain, right. who everyone knows is Madison Rain. Right. Uh, MJ Jenkins, a Brooklyn girl, represent. All right, right. Yeah, represent Brooklyn, right? Uh, there's a couple of veterans there, though. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of people out there that are, you know, still showing up on WWE, you know, on the program and everything. But I think what it really just comes down to is that, you know, uh, walkouts and stuff like that, it's not a good thing. Neville did it, I think, last year, you know. But you see, like, all these different things they're doing. And people are still getting pissed, you know? They got all these different stars coming up for this tournament, but they can't use people like that? Like, come on, man. It's just, you know, it's stupid. Like, you know, you get people frustrated to the point where they just leave and they go to New Japan or wherever, you know? Again, there's a whole market for wrestling right now. It's not just WWE. It's a big and market Evans, now. Yeah. Yeah. Look at right now. Of course, you know, look at uh, ROH's and, and New Japan Supercard that they just sold out in Master Square Garden. Sold out in under 30 how do you sell someone in 30 minutes just like that? An indie wrestling event. Well, look at All In. 
It sold out in 26 minutes and 39 Hold seconds. Hold on, yeah. Another big event, same thing. They filled that state. They filled that. Yeah. yeah, and they filled that whole venue up in minutes, quick, real quick. Like, come on, man. They got. Yeah, you sold out. Yeah. WWE at this point should stop, like, not acknowledging these things and actually, like, you know, think about these things, acknowledge it, and, you know, do something about this because this you know is potentially bad? something that's going to offend them. You know what's bad? What's bad? What company sold out the garden? ROH and New Japan, right? That's right. And WWE can't sell out the garden. Uh, every time they have house shows there, it never sells out as much, like, as quickly as they would like. There's actually a lot of empty seats around. Yeah, that's true. So you mean to tell me two, in the words of Kevin Dunn and Vince, yeah. no-name companies yeah. could sell out a venue, the world's most famous arena, that's but, right. Quote unquote, the big dogs of WWE can't do it. That's right. Sounds kind of dumb, right? It's, it sounds kind of dumb. It's just, again, WWE's failure to acknowledge this stuff. They shouldn't be. Of course, Triple H is making strides where he's doing like inter promotional stuff. All, you know, all the, all the credits. Is smart, though. Yeah. But I think that's the thing now. And that's where the future is going. And he's smart for doing that. He's smart for acknowledging it. He's smart for accepting it. He's smart for taking NXT like a brand like that, incorporating these new stars and doing something there, you know? I'm going to be talking about NXT later on, too, about something else. But uh, let's kind of – yeah, let's, let's, let's finish up the shitty card of SummerSlam. I mean, we got The Miz versus Daniel Bryan. A seven, eight is also good show stealer. Yeah, that will probably be a show stealer, too. It's a good story. I mean, what I like about it is they're telling a story. I don't care who wins this match. Was Miz it, goes over. I'm happy. They said eight, eight years. Yeah, I think to SummerSlam 2010, I believe that's where that whole thing happened. Where they, they, Dan Bryan got fired, came back to WWE and become a whole thing. And then I think the year, well, actually, 2011. Yeah. Dan Bryan's mentor. That's right. And I think Miz uh, had the U.S. title at the time. Daniel Bryan took it at that time. I think 2011, the year after. Yeah, so, yeah. but what I like about this is, yeah, they're, and they're constantly building the story, and that's pretty good. You know, it's a good thing. There's continuity. That's good. Well, Seeing in WWE, yeah, those two words don't match. Continuity back, and if you go back to our Money in the Bank show, our production yep. show, I had right. a storyline which mm-hmm. lasted to WrestleMania. Right, right. Miz wins Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan challenges. AJ for the title. Right. Daniel Bryan could either win or lose. Right. The rematch at SummerSlam. Right. right. Mm-hmm. That match ends the show, which it right. was because, you know, Raw has to main event every pay per view. That's right. The title that doesn't exist. The title that doesn't really exist. What should we talk about later, too? So um, Daniel Bryan yep. beats AJ Styles at SummerSlam. Right. Miz cashes in. Successfully right. cashes in, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, rivalry leading up to WrestleMania, where you could That's get right. a better match of Miss versus Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I see. That's how it's gonna go. I think. Yeah, this WWE creative. That is what yeah. you call smart booking. Yeah, I, yeah. I think what it is is this this feud right now. This is this is something that this is like a writer's dream. They're looking at it and just falls into their lap and they're like, okay, we can do something with this. 
like that shouldn't be just like that. Like you guys can make storylines, make it make sense. Like look at like what Paul Heyman's been doing, writing Raw and everything with Brock and this whole thing with Reigns. It all connects. It all makes sense. It's great. You know, it's a great program. But if you're just gonna go out and just cut up with some bullshit, it's like this is a, the shit that makes all the other you know non WWE fans, non you know you know people that look at wrestling and say, oh, it's fake. You're you're enforcing that, which is like, come on, man. You know, that's just like it's you, you can't, like you know. How many times do you have to tell people that it's not fake, it's scripted, or, oh, it's not scripted, it's, you know, it's rehearsed, or, you know, it's not rehearsed, it's this or that. You see the booking, like, I, just, you see the booking I just did that I gave you? Yeah. yeah. We don't get that. What we get is the same old shit. Exactly. Exactly. We get, same oh, shit. guess who's making inventing this pay-per-view? Rock Lesnar yeah. versus Roman Reigns. Match number yeah. eight, 857. Yeah. Is like, he over yet? So, like, yeah. Yeah. This is... This is probably one of the, you know, I guess, like I said, again, and this is in New York. What you're doing here is basically you're lighting a firecracker and you're throwing it into a pot. And you're saying, you know what, let me just close the lid just for the fucking hell of it. And you're dead ass just with a fucking mortar. Yeah. Basically, like I said, that pot is basically Brooklyn right there. That Brooklyn crowd that hates Reigns, that, that is, you know, hates Brock, that is going to be very vocal about shit. And then, of course, you got these two motherfuckers just going ahead and doing. You got Reigns being "quote unquote" Vince's boy, and then you got Brock Lesnar, the guy that doesn't give a shit about WWE. It's like, come on, man! You know, this is a disaster. Also, Vince's boy. Yeah, that's right. But it's just again this whole storyline. You know, hopefully, you know, and that's the thing. Whoever wins the title, whatever the outcome is, people are still gonna boo. People are still gonna hate it, and it'll be the same as every other SummerSlam. But the only difference yeah. is. After the match, we're gonna hear Braun. Oh man, that's that. Uh, again, like I said, it's hard to say what WWE might do if they do if they do that stuff. That'd be epic, but it remains to be seen. But I mean, we saw enough to do that, right? I mean, we'll have to see how how it happens. We'll see how it goes down the Sunday. If it happens, it happens. It doesn't, it doesn't. We'll see how it does. We'll hopefully see what the Raw writing team has to do. If they don't. Fuck all you college motherfuckers. Go back to fucking writing Broadway scripts and get the fuck out of here. Honestly, like, come on, man. It's like, That's seriously. Yeah. Get Paul, get Paul Heyman back on there. Get, you know, get all these old guys back on there. Get Bruce Richard. Fuck it. Do something. Get Vince Russo. Fucking get Vince Russo. Fuck it. Get Jim get, Cornette. Get the NXT team. They get the NXT team. Book. Yeah. Get SmackDown's guys. Get something. You're like, come on, man. You know, besides McMahon and besides Kevin Dunn, like, do something else. Oh, let's but, put Roman yeah. in the main event again. It's like, come on, for the 40 million time. Like, damn, you know? It's like crazy. But, I mean, so we talked about Braun. I think Reigns and Brock, I guess. And I think we're all in the consensus that whatever happens, Braun's going to cash in. We're all agree on that. We got left the two women's title matches. So we got Carmella in a triple threat. Versus, and then we got your girl Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rowdy. Let's uh, talk about the triple threat match. Triple threat. So, you want my opinion for this one? You think Charlotte's going to get her, her title? The Irish last kicker. Really? I see Becky going over. Really? I mean, they had, uh, what was it? When they, they announced the SmackDown. Yeah. It's her time. I mean, I mean, they announced, they, they had the SmackDown Women's Championship uh, crowned in uh, SummerSlam, I believe, right? Yeah. Same place. So, it's fitting only, like I said, she was the first SmackDown Women's Champion. Might as well make her the SmackDown Women's Champion. It makes sense, you know? So, 
We'll have to see how that works from there. But I, I, I'm I, so you're saying Becky Lynch? It's her time. Her time, right? Yeah. I mean, there's rumors. I think in that it's going to happen. But I, for me, I say it's probably going to be Charlotte. I want her to be Charlotte, just because the fact that Charlotte can carry the brand. Carmella, right now, it's just like ah, you're, you know, okay, you know, what what's she really doing? That's really, you know, good right now. She's like one of those like uh, like heel champions. Like you know how JBL was back in the day. Like, just running around and stuff like that. That's where she is right now. Maybe there is potential, but I don't see it right now. There's not really any way they could pair up with her to have that kind of thing right there, you know? She is talented. Yeah, Cabela is talented. She is, she is. I mean, I, I give her that. She's very talented. But, again, it's like, you know, amidst all this stuff going on with her and Enzo and, you know, and uh, what you call it, um, with uh, Big Cass. Big Cass. No, yeah. no, Big Cass. Big Kaz. So, I mean, what happened with the Kaz and um, Big Kaz and uh, uh, Carmella? Suppose he had a fight, and that's what caused him to get fired? He wanted to get back with her. She said no. What the he fuck? Come grabbed on. her by the throat and pinned her fuck? against the wall. What kind of shit is that? And that's from a Queens. That's a guy from Queens, ladies and gentlemen. That's a guy from Queens. You see that? In Brooklyn, that would never happen. Because you know what the fucking bitch would do? She'd go ahead and pick up her pepper spray, kick the guy in the nuts. Probably in that order. <laughs> yeah, in that order, exactly, exactly. And then you know, just go go over to Delhi, and you know, that's it. You just you know, go and do her shit. That's it, you know. But then it's like, come on, man. So, but what, uh, what is it? Roy is Alexa versus Ronda. Yep. This is going to be a fire match. This is going to be fire. Do you I think. Have to ask me. Who you got? Who you got? Do you even have Only to hear ask it. me. I don't think I have to, but I, I think I know. Let me let me know. Five Feet of Fury. Alexa? Your girl Alexa? Five Feet of Fury. Nah, man. Come on. I think it could be Rousey. Simply because of the fact that look at what's happening right now. So they're having this evolution you know pay-per-view. Let's make this interesting. I bet you $5 Alexa wins. Fuck your $5, man. Nah, I nah, man. $5. Nah, nah. All right, fine, fine. You know what you win in that regard. Because, okay, I agree. I agree. Alexa probably is going to walk out. But again, like, like hear, hear me out. What they're going to be doing is kind of like looking at this Evolution pay-per-view. They got to try to have something to build it up. So that the reason I say Charlotte should win the SmackDown title and, you know, well, Rousey should win the Raw title. SmackDown one, either one, Charlotte or yeah. Becky. I yeah. see Becky, though, for some reason. Just right. for the fact that in Brooklyn, right. mm-hmm. Brooklyn loves Becky Lynch. Right. So why not give it to her? Right. But then what about this uh, – well, well, the reason I – look, here's, here's the reason I say Charlotte should win and Ronda should win because what that does is it sets up for four horsewomen versus four horsewomen. See what I'm getting at? Uh, no, that's going to happen at Survivor Series. Survivor Series, really? Yeah. But two of them – so, I mean, but Shayna Blazler is – Shayna – oh, Shayna, Shayna Blazler, she's not on uh, – she's she's not on the main roster, of course. I think this is the, the two the two other girls that were with uh with you know Ronda and stuff like that the two other war horse women yeah they're not they're still in PC I think they're still in the performance center so it's hard to say I mean will they get them ready by this time you know is it hard to say well how how would they kind of fit all four of them well they're you know? both wrestlers yeah so it they basically just have to who one of them is right yeah Roger Strong's wife. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Marina Schaefer, I think her name is. Right, right. Oh, uh-huh. that's a uh, Rogers woman. Right, right, right. 
But still, I mean, they kind of, again, look at how long it took to get Ronda ready for the WWE. She's still trying to learn. So I think the question right. is, yeah. But I think it's just, you know, like, again, this performance, regardless if she wins, loses, or draw, whatever, this performance that she has, whatever she does in this match, is going to dictate what she's going to do later on and what their, pro- their plan is going to be. Because look at the learning curve of probably Ronda. Ronda probably picks it up real quick. But yeah. then, let's you know, Maria, how is she going to pick it up? How is, you know, Shayna? Shayna's already pretty good. Well, but you have to think, Maria could learn from her husband. Yeah. Who's that's right. easily one of the best technical wrestlers. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But again, looking at WWE, Norman Smiley, he got a fucking, he got a task. He's got to go and train these girls into doing something before this Evolution pay-per-view or, you know, before WrestleMania, hopefully, or before Survivor Series, whatever it is. It's hard to say exactly how they're going to try to put, put this out. I mean, you know, it's hard to say. But I think we're all in agreement. It's going to definitely happen at some point. You know, it's like they have to, you know. Because I think, you know, they should. They, that's the thing. This is a, a draw match if they do do that, you know. Because the thing is, the fans, they always wanted to see. For how long? Yeah. yeah. It's like what? Since 20. The UFC brought in women, I believe, in 2013. Yeah. This is when, when Ronda came in. This is when Cyborg came in. This is when all these other women. Amanda uh, Nunes. Cyborg, all... Cyborg's not a woman. Cyborg. Oh, right, right. That's, that's right. That's right. She's a fucking little cyborg. You're right. You're right. She's a, she's a yeah. <laughs> she is. She's like the Brock Lesnar of the UFC women's division. But she at least shows up. Yeah, she actually shows up and she actually defends the title. She doesn't defend it six times just for the fuck of it. She actually is there fucking fighting every single time. So you're right. You're right. Yeah. Huh? With that being said, can we go to a title that actually does show up every single week? Yes. Yes. Let's talk about it. So. Dream match. Wouldn't you say it's a dream match? In WWE, nonetheless. Yeah, Can you believe it? We've seen it in uh, ROH. We've seen it in TNA. Oh, man. PWG. We've seen it there, too. Yeah. Pro Wrestling Noah. Every other backyard wrestling federation and every other uh, high school gym, you know, IWA, you name it. They've been everywhere. They fought. And that's the thing. These two guys, it's hard to believe. If you were go way, way back in 2002 and you said, you two are going to main event SummerSlam and fight for the WWE title, the biggest title in WWE. Back then, in 2002, I would have been like, bullshit. It's like, bullshit. Because these two guys, like I said, they looked at him and said, nah. They, and, this, and that's the thing. These two have, like, such a story. These two, like, they have so many parallels. They both got denied by WWE, or they both got, you know, offered it, but they didn't say yes to the contract. And, you know, they got so late into WWE, but look at them. They're, like, at the top of the fucking mountain right now. This match built AJ the longest running SmackDown SmackDown champion. Yeah, he won it in November against Jinder, and of course, and he's still holding the title, which is pretty big. And he beat JBL's record, which is pretty big. Was it over two hundred days now? Over two hundred days, I think. He's the longest reigning SmackDown champion. I think on Raw, you see it. Brock Lesnar is the longest reigning uh, Raw champion, or. Champ, WWE Universal Champion probably ever. Yeah. That's right. I mean, still, you know, again, still yet to be seen. It's hard, you know, hard to say. Joe, you think Joe's going to win the title? Is 
it's going to be a good show, though. Well, it's going to be a good show. It's going to be a good show. I mean, the thing is, I think regardless, everybody's going to be looking at this match going, you know, that's just, you know, this match is going to be a quality match, too. So we'll just have to see how they're going to go with this. You know, hopefully they don't make a bullshit thing out of it. Because if you know WWE, they make dream matches, they make it look like shit. That's the thing. They turn chicken, they make they make chicken sour, turn to chicken shit. We've seen yeah, I mean, hopefully they don't fuck this up. Let's see. You know, look at what they did with Nakamura and AJ. Totally fucked that up a lot. They had all this build, and then they messed it up. Which time? No, you're laying down. But nonetheless, I mean, you got also have... that first one at WrestleMania was a shit show. It was. When you yeah. first heard the match, you're like, oh, this could be a great match. They did great at Wrestle Kingdom 10. Right. Anywhere but WWE, I'd say. And then, boom. Low blow. Really? Yeah. Really? Come on, man. Turn this guy. I mean, you turn heel. You turn him heel. That was great. But oh, it was great. The following months after that, the following months after that, it was just, come on, like, shit show after shit show. Like, come on, man. All this bullshit. They both kick each other in the nuts. Wow. Only in wrestling does that ever happen. Like you just congratulations WWE. You just enforce that stereotype that WWE's fake. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. We're dumb idiots just watching this shit, going, "Oh yeah, it's real." You well, basically yeah. enforce that. Now can we like, go to the that. stuff that actually matters? Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about yeah. let's talk about the NXT, show, man. Oh man, the show that's gonna run the weekend. Man, this fucking show. If you have tickets for this. God bless. You're fucking lucky. If you got tickets for SummerSlam, swap them shits out. Go return. for a better fucking seat. Return them. Actually, yeah, return them. Go to fucking TakeOver. Get the fucking best seat that you can get. And go sit there and watch the whole program from start to finish. You're not going to be bored, I guarantee you. You're going to sit there and go, holy shit, is this shit already over? Damn, I want to see more. It's bad when there's only five matches compared to 13. Yeah, and and still selling a, still a top card match. Well, they said they said that they were struggling selling tickets. I think for this show, didn't they? I think that was just a rumor made by Kevin Dunn. Ooh, probably that's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they are, I mean, this is the thing. I think if they are running low on tickets, it's because the card wasn't made yet. Obviously, like no shit. You know, they, the card's gonna be shit. Of course, you know, it's like oh yeah, because the card's not fucking made yet. We expect. Of course, SummerSlam. Like, oh yeah, SummerSlam's pretty big. And here's the thing: every time they have a takeover, when do they? How many ads do they really have for takeover? You ever see more than one ad? No. That's fucking bizarre, right? There's only one ad for NXT Takeover throughout the whole show, and this is the week before the week of. But they never talk about it prior to that. Not a single ad, not nothing. If you go on a network, of course they have a network, but. Everywhere else, non-existent. The only time you see more than one ad is when they add another card. Yeah, that's right. But this car, man. This car is going to be legendary. Where do you want to start? I say we start anywhere. This fucking car. Oh, man. You go up and down this card. Great matches. Great. My opinion, I think the worst card. The worst match mm-hmm. It's probably going to be Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Singh. Hopefully, it's not a shitty finish. That's what I'm saying. If it is, then, you know, come on, man. But, well, let's talk about champions first. Let's, well, let's talk about, yeah, champions. 
Do you think any of the champions will retain? Uh, Champa and Undisputed Era. I'm pro. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm predicting all of them are going to retain. I think those. I think Champa and Undisputed are going to retain. The other two are going to change. Right. I mean, well, let's talk about. Uh, I guess. Let's talk about Ricochet versus Adam Cole. Who? Ricochet versus. Adam Cole, baby. Okay, okay, I know that guy. Yeah, you know that guy now, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's see. Yeah. I know Adam Cole. Adam, Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. Uh, so he's facing basically a former legend. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Two independent yeah. gods. Yeah. And they are like probably known across the world. Lucha Underground, ROH, PWG, anywhere you go. WWE knows. Everybody knows who these two are. Who do you think is going over in this match? Ricochet. So Ricochet. I think they're gonna push. So I think they're gonna push Cole for the title. I mean, but this whole thing with this whole dynamic where Undisputed Era is holding all the titles, I think they might capitalize on that because if you look at it, Roger Strong, Bobby Fish is about to come back soon. Kyle O'Reilly, of course, always doing his little guitar. Here's the reason why I'm saying that. Don't make undisputed hold mm-hmm. all the gold, but but they could change it up a little. Give really, Adam Cole the title, make undisputed ever drop the tag team titles, push Roderick Strong to win the North American title, and you put Riley and Fish with the tag team titles again. That's right. Yeah, so literally holding all the gold. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And That's if you right. really want to. And if you really want to do something, put a girl in the group and make her win the women's title. That's right. So, Undisputed Era officially runs NXT. That's true. See? And that's what you call smart booking, Kevin Dunn. That's right. But nonetheless, Kevin doesn't have any any influence on NXT besides production. But that's the best part. Yeah, keep keep Kevin Dunn, keep Mr. McMahon far away from NXT. Like I said, get them the fuck out of there. That Triple H... Do what he does. That's it. Yeah. He's running this like a gold mine. Yeah. Look at a year ago. Flash, like, you know, like, you know, rewind a year ago. Adam Cole made his debut, you know, came in. The Red whole Dragon. Um, sorry. Undisputed yeah. Era. I don't know yeah. Red Dragon. We can't use that. This is a WWE. That's why, you know. Yeah. So, you know, kids shouldn't be hearing what Red Dragon is because, you know, they don't they don't watch big boy promotions like ROH and, and New Japan. Oh, because they're, they're indie Darling brands, right? No one really cares about them because they're little small brands. Yeah, like come on, man. Like fucking, come on. Like if you look at this whole card, WWE homebrew talent, like homegrown talent and stuff like that, but also talent from across the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only match probably one. Yeah, Velveteen Dream and EC3. EC3, of course, from TNA. Velveteen Dream, which is becoming over and over more and more every single takeover. Is fucking so, 22 years old. He's 6'5, 250. Yeah. Holy Look at him and toughen up. Yeah. Yeah. Look at him and toughen up. Look at him now. I'd say for now, he really is. He's on the right path. The way they're putting him, the way they're booking him, makes total sense. Just keep on booking him like that, and you guys are on the right track, you know? He but, has booked to be our champ. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I think again, it's just uh, he needs more development. Maybe that's what it is. But I think how much more well, do you have to develop? About it. 
he's already athletic. He has yeah. the physique. Mm-hmm. The guy can fucking talk. That's right. He definitely can. What more does he but again, Yeah. I think they're trying to line him up to try to have him work for it. And I guess, you know, put him in the title picture maybe for a North American title or the NXT title. Probably, see. probably North American. Yeah. yeah. The trap. Yeah. And then, and then you see, of course, EC3. EC3, hell of a performer. EC3 you know. deserves the title. Oh, man. EC3, I mean, here's the thing. Look at his development. Started from NXT, same place. Started out, you know, as Derek Bateman in that little reality show bullshit they had. Now look at him. He's fucking, like, you know, all over the world he's known. He's this big star. You know, he's, you know, putting on the best matches on the card and things like that. You know, we we'll to see how this works right here. But basically, these two have some kind of arc. See, WWE doesn't realize that. The main roster doesn't realize that. They don't understand story arcs. They don't understand making sense. They just kind of, like, say, okay, let's just throw some bullshit together just for the fuck of it. Mm-hmm. These guys have continuity. There's something going around. It was pretty big. Yeah. But I mean, uh, after that, we have uh, <clears throat> Shayna Baszler versus yeah. Kyrie Sane. We'll go. That's right. That's right. We got uh, <clears throat> we got undisputed era versus you know, of course, always Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, I think Kyrie might go over. Kyrie Sane? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think well, Kyrie. You think well, she'll finally get her title back? Oh, title, I should say. Well, she was. Kyrie's uh, gonna win with uh, the insane elbow. Really? Well, she got a really good elbow, though. I can tell you that. Yeah. But I think for a we'll go unanimous, Kyrie. Yeah. Uh, now we'll go to the match you were saying, Undisputed Era mm-hmm. versus Mustache Mountain. That's right. I think this has potential to steal the show. Yeah. And I see my boys UE going over. Oh, man. Well, I think that he, if you look at every takeover, the ta- well, every Brooklyn takeover, should I say, the tagging matches have always stolen the show. What'd you say? That is true. That's true. If you look at, like, look at the very first one. They had Bob Villains versus, uh, who was it? Dash and Dawson? Yeah. And then, what was it? The year after, they had, uh, what was it? Um, I think they had the AOP versus, I forgot who it was. I think Sanity. That was a hell of a match, too. You know? You look at all the years prior. You know, Undisputed Era. I don't know who Undisputed Era faced last year. I think it was AOP. Which one, last year? Last year, yeah. Um, Who was it last year? I think it was AOP, right? I think so. I'm going to check right now. Yeah. <laughs> what, take over Brooklyn 3, right? Yeah, Brooklyn 3. Brooklyn 3 was... Sanity versus AOP. With Sanity winning. Really? And this is off the heels of, I think, that whole... Uh... The cage thing that had the little uh, super cage, whatever that shit was, with the two rings and everything. War games? Yeah, the yep. war game stuff, yeah. I believe so. No, it might have been yeah. after. It might have been after, but I think it was still, yeah, like, everybody knows. 
Yeah. It was right before. Right. Every time there was, the yeah, but I think that was um, Take Over Chicago. That's right. Which had Roderick Strong versus Eric Young. That's right. And it was AOP versus DIY in a ladder match. That's right. I think what it is is just that WWE, like you know, uh, looking at look at looking at what they're doing in NXT, the tag team division always sells a really really good match. They are probably the show stealers out of all the matches. But then when you look later on the card, depending on what storyline they have going, it either sells or it doesn't. But speaking of storylines, right, and match that's probably going to sell out. Another match behind us, or is this just the last match? I think it's going to be the last one. There's four, actually, four matches or five? Let's see. Wait. Uh, they got the women's title match. They got, well, Actually, yeah, you're right. You've got Shayna Baszler, Carrie Sane. We already talked about that. Adam Cole, Ricochet. Adam Cole, Bebe versus Ricochet. NXT Tag Team Champions, Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain. EC3 versus Velveteen Dream. And then I'd say the, the show stealer, Tommaso Ciampa, new NXT champion versus Johnny Gargano. Oh, that match is easy stealing the show. Oh, man. I'm so pissed that Alistair got taken out because he's injured. This is easy going to be the best match. Yeah. Just for the fact, the saying is, yeah. best friends put on the best matches. That's right. And I shared this on Facebook a couple weeks ago. Who do you see a comparison of? Of this rivalry. This is like, uh, what was it? Well, we can't speak about this match, right? Should we say? It's Triple H mm-hmm. versus Shawn Michaels. That's right. Triple H versus Shawn Michaels versus someone else. What did you say? No, no. Well, well, no, well no, you're no. right. You're right. Well, before, before Alistair got taken out, I guess. But you're right. You're right. It is. It is. If you see like SummerSlam 2002, Triple H versus Shawn Michaels. Boxing story. It was the street fight. Yeah. Well, first it was a regular match. That's right. Then the street fight. Yep. And then last man standing, which has happened. That's right. And that there's so many comparisons drawn by that. And it's true. There is. It's like, you know, it's a big comparison. But now the big thing is that these two have had single matches. Yeah. And if you also look at the physiques, yeah. they're very similar. That's right. Yeah. Champa, kind of built. Yeah. Gargano, small. That's right. This is kind of like uh, basically we re- – this is like cosplaying basically Triple H versus Shawn Michaels in a way. It's reincarnation. Yeah, this is reincarnation of it. But but what I think that really makes this, this stand out is the fact that it started in NXT TakeOver Chicago. No, actually, I say before that, Brooklyn, when they lost the titles. The following Brooklyn yeah. with that whole, you know, throwing the, the T-shirt at, a, at a Gargano. And then that sparked out something right yeah. there. And then, like, what I like about it again, the main point, this is, again, with NXT versus WWE main roster. There's a continuation. There's a continuity. Whatever happens from the last takeover follows through with the next takeover. There's always a storyline. There's always something following up with it. It's never like, okay, just, you know, let's just fucking do this just for the fuck of it. Oh, let's change this person's story within two days. Yeah, it's like, oh, this guy has a movie coming out. Let's just go and do it. Like, come on, man. Oh, he has more selling power than this guy because it's a big name. He's established. Come on, man. So, yeah. <laughs> come on. You already know this. So, I think everybody can say this right now. 
this match, if Dave Meltzer is gonna, he's gonna pull out the six star rating out of this, you know, for this match out of nowhere. He better because this is a fucking good match. Well, he did. Well, he did give an NXT match five stars before. Really? Which was like a shocker. Really? Uh, Cien Amis versus Trump uh, Gargano. Right, right. Which was a good match. It was a really good match. But no, no, that wasn't a good match. In my opinion, that was the best match in NXT history. Yeah, that's right. It was, it was. But I think what it was is, again, the reason why it worked was because they had a smart... Something something called smart booking. Smart booking, exactly, yeah, yeah. And I guess WWE doesn't understand that or they don't care to understand. So, again, that's the reason why this show beats SummerSlam every single fucking year. That's the big thing. Name, name a takeover that was worse than the deal. I'll wait. That's right. You really can't. There was none. Yeah, that's true. This this takeover, like I said, again, it's a culmination of different things. This is the fourth takeover. They got one more coming up next year, which is going to be, ironically, WrestleMania weekend. Which, which is, I think is going to be at the Barclays Center, they said, right? Which is going to be the Barclays Center, yeah, again. So... This is, and again, there was a rumor that this is going to be this is going to be WWE's last year of holding SummerSlam at Barclays. If you look at all the revenue they made from just SummerSlam these four past four or five years, they made a lot of fucking money. God damn! You go to New York, because if you think it. about it, you got people coming from other states and other countries. Yeah, they're going to buy the packages to get Raw, SmackDown, and SummerSlam. Yeah. Plus the hotel that yeah. comes in the package. That's right. So, right there, I looked it up just to check out prices. Right. I think it was like twenty five hundred for SummerSlam, Raw, SmackDown, and the um the hotel. Right, right. And then if you get the NXT part, which is an, I think it was another two hundred. Right, right. So twenty seven hundred dollars, you're going to four shows and you get a hotel for five nights. That's right. It's you know again. And, but you know, if you live in Brooklyn, you don't have to do the hotel. That's right. You just fucking hop your ass on the Q train. Yeah. And it takes you right there. Yeah, that's right. Again, and that's a big wonder of Brooklyn. Brooklyn is, of course, like, you know, like I said, all the fans, fans from Flushing, fans from Bronx, fans from New Jersey. They're all coming straight over to Brooklyn just to see whatever event is coming out. Do they go to MSG? Hell, maybe they can. But the thing is, does anybody want to go through that fucking uh, subway commute coming back home from MSG? No one wants to. Why would you take an hour train when you could just take a 25-minute train ride from Barclay Center Mm -hmm. to where where me and Sal used to live in Sheepshead Bay? That's right. It's like, come on, man. It's just, you know, again, and I understand why, because for four or five years, and that's a really big deal, out of all the history of all the events, this isn't just like, you know, uh, uh, like a one paper, like a Judgment Day, or like, a, you know, like one of these small bullshit papers, like Great Balls of Fire or whatever. No, this, this is, is like one of the act- big four. Yeah, big four. And New York is proud to have five different, or four different, should I say, um, uh, four different SummerSlam events take place in the same year, every single year, year after year after year. Does that happen in L.A.? Probably, what, two, three times? But compared to New York, this is the first time where it's happened. 
Never happened before. They might as well name this SummerSlam Brooklyn. Honestly. Yeah. It's just, again, WWE, you know, there's just a lot of different things going on and stuff. Of course, if WrestleMania. You, if you think about it, go through all 12 pay-per-views. Yeah. We're the only one to repeat a pay-per-view. That's right. Yeah. Royal back Rumble to back. Always changes yeah. venues every year. WrestleMania right. every year changes venues. Survivor right. Series changes venues. Money in the Bank so changes the venues. Yeah. yeah. So Look far, at the all last of the five years. Yeah. And so far, what all the venue, pay-per-views now. Yeah. What venue has held SummerSlam? That's right. Brooklyn's Barclays Center. Barclays, yeah. And that's, I think, what it is, is, again, you know, and WWE. Another smart thing? Yeah. You could go to eat any Barclays Center, and you'll yeah. still be there in time. Yeah, that's right. It's convenient. That's the thing. It's convenient, yeah. Right across the street, you have... Applebee's, you have Buffalo Wild Wings. If you have mm-hmm. kids, they have Chuck E. Cheese right there. They yeah. have all the little halal carts. They have hot dog carts. Yeah. Again, the sights, the smells, the the you know the sounds and everything. Everybody goes over there. Everybody knows. Oh, this is SummerSlam. Everybody knows. Okay. And that's a big Once thing. Once you get off the train, you just smell the wrestling in the air. Yeah, you can smell the wrestling in the air. You can see all the shirts. Everybody standing out. You can hear people shouting. Hear all the stuff. Again. This is Even what it is. You're probably going to hear a lot of profanity towards Roman Reigns. Definitely. If you're walking, and that's the thing, you shouldn't be walking around with a Roman Reigns shirt. You should be smart than that. Come on. Not at all. Come on. You might as well wear a big shirt that says, I'm, I'm Kevin Dunn. I'm a dummy. Like, come on, yeah. man. This is, yeah, yeah, this is the same old shit. Yeah. I, I like Vince McMahon. Kevin Dunn yeah. is my idol. It's like, come on, man. That's like asking, you know, get smacked in the face. Like, come on, man. That's like when you were in high school, that kid who always got wedgies yeah. and his head put in the toilet. That's right. That's what's going to happen. It's basically like, you know, walking around with, uh, you know, it's basically just going around, you know, just, just, it's like walking. By the way, we don't condone, we, at the RSM podcast, we do not condone bullying. Yeah. We're also anti-bullying too, so fuck bullying anyway. But yeah, I mean, nonetheless, you know. But if you're a Kevin Dunn fan, then that. <laughs> that's probably his life story, so that's the thing. So, you know, that's probably why he's trying to make it horrible for the rest of us. So, don't blame Kevin Dunn. Just blame his childhood. That's the thing. Blame bullying. Makes sense. Yeah, see? We made something that's negative and something positive. So, that's the thing right here. That's what we do in our Wrestling Podcast. But, yeah. I mean, nonetheless. Yeah. The, only, the only negative we can't turn positive is Brock Lesnar. Yeah. That's just like, that's like trying to find a unicorn. It's not that's right. Happen. It's just, again, you know. This is just, you know, what we're trying to do right here, our wrestling podcast. It's just more and more of, you know, positive, just trying to see what's going on. But, again, of course, we always bring out the negatives. We always bring out the even Marie's. We always bring out the Kevin Dunn's. We always bring out the Warren Reigns. We always bring out the Mr. fans. Everybody that's in that Hall of Shame basically has a reason for being there. So, again, that's just what it is, you know. But nonetheless. Especially that girl whose initials are E.M. Oh, man, of course. It's like, come on, man. It's not, you know, no one wants to. Nah, you know, no one wants to hear that stuff. It's like, come on, you know. Hey, the one thing I can yeah. say, she has done a lot better since she's left. She has, yeah. I think most people have. Just like Ryback, for example. But you see Ryback. Just... No, no, Ryback will never do better. <laughs> well, we can always say this. He's not the big guy. You're the big guy. So you're the big guy of our sin. Of course, I mean, we didn't talk about this. So we got another partner as well. Our sin, we want to call our sin. So just if you're a first-time viewer, you haven't heard about us, whatever like that. 
we're on everything. We're on Spotify. We're on, you know, TuneIn. We're on everything pretty much, you know. But also another thing, we're not just a two-man team. It's a third man, of course. We got the N in our Arsenal Wrestling Podcast, Nick Lopez, the Nick Lopez. Who I was runs say, a- no, it's not Nick Lopez. The Nick Lopez, yes, yes. But he runs, of course, the uh, – he runs, of course, a, a website called Pro Wrestling Opinion. What's – I was going to say, what's the name of the website? I always forget it. Yeah, I keep forgetting it. It's three, I know it's three initials. P-W-O. Yeah. Pro Wrestling Opinion. Well, can, you, oh, can you tell them the famous story real yeah. quick? Right, right. You tell them, tell me. No, no. You, you tell yours first. I've told it many times. Kids, I mean, you know, kids do not listen to the yes, story. Yeah. Kids, if you're in school, especially now it's back to school season, don't do this in school. But, yeah, basically, I was sitting in class one day, bored as hell. I'm just thinking, like, damn, when is this bitch going to shut up? Like, oh, my God, I just want to get over with this fucking class. It's annoying. Sitting in class, sitting over there on my laptop, just like, damn, what can I do that's not loud? I want to follow WWE, but I guess I can't fucking watch the show because if I do, then, you know, teacher's going to catch me. Like, shit, what do I do? How am I going to follow with WWE? How is this possible? Oh, my God. Then what did I do? I looked up processing opinion. They had to go to articles. They had all these different kind of things going on. They also talked about minute-by-minute coverage based on what's going on. They have different kind of topical pieces and things like that. You go on there. You basically get to see everything on there. And basically, over time by time, you get to see, oh, you know, this is something interesting. And I was reading through class. Class went by real quick. Why? Because I got PWO. Reading is fun. But again, reading about wrestling, is, that's even more fun. Reading is fundamental. Yeah. Reading about wrestling puts you over. That's right. That's a fucking good. Well, here's a question for the fans. How much is it? How much? How much is it to subscribe to this website? Well, it's not nine ninety nine. We're not charging you yens. We're not charging you dollars. We're not charging you euros. We're not charging you francs. We're not charging you nothing. Which is weird. You never see that, right? So, I mean, that's the big thing. So you're telling me yeah. that this website yeah. that's offering you all this coverage that's plus right. our podcast and uh, other podcasts that Nick uh, has done Free. You're lying, sir. You as double as, as double J says, F R now F R double E free. That's how it works. And this isn't like a wow. one. This isn't like a one month gimmick where oh, you ladies know. and gentlemen that are listening to this podcast, I am looking this up right now. Yeah, and it is free. Yeah. Again, it's not one of those deals where it's like, oh, it's tell you a free month, you know, you get to pay whatever, you know, it's bullshit. Like, no, it's not like that. It's not like, you know, so your It says one month free, but I have to enter my credit card and I will be charged. Yeah, it will be charged no, if you don't cancel it. Oh, 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 there's no, no deal with that. All you have to do is just go on PWO. Everything's right there. Good to see you right there. Again, if you want to do it in class, go ahead, but I wouldn't encourage it. We don't encourage you as ours. In the words of, in the words of Nick, yep. you could picture the match as it's happening. Right. With how detailed every single article is, that's right? And that's how good it is. So if you if you haven't got a chance, check it out. Pro Wrestling Opinion. Of course, we got also all our old episodes on there as well. And you know, you can thank Nick for that. So Nick Lopez, shout out to you, the Nick Lopez. So we thank you, sir. Yes, yes. We thank you. Thank you too as well. But there's also our YouTube page, which yeah. you could check out old episodes. Right. There's the Facebook page. Also, you got to look at. Page. Uh, Spotify. Yeah. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're also on uh, two, we're also on Android. Yeah. We're on all these different kind of things. You can actually look it up through your Google uh, Mini, or if you have a uh, you know Apple you know HomePod, you can literally just say, "Hey, listen to our Wrestling Podcast," you know, and it'll pull up the most recent episode. So we're also on there too. 
But I mean, but then there's also the Twitter page, yes, yes. which is run by yes. myself. Yeah, that's right, Rich, Rich, the big guy. So definitely, you know, it's... there's the Instagram page, which is run by the big guy and the mastermind. That's right. And we're always posting up stuff on there, so definitely, you know, we'll keep you guys posted. But uh, nonetheless, we'll see you guys out. This is the Accent Wrestling Podcast. We're calling out. This is the mastermind. Oh, um, before we sign out, mm-hmm. I have news which I am working on. Really trying very hard. Should I reveal it now? Reveal it. Go ahead. I think I should. Yeah. I am trying. I think I'm very close, by the way, mm-hmm. to getting two professional wrestlers on the show to do an wow. episode. Would you like to know who? Who is it? Ortiz and Santana from LAX. Damn. That's some mighty deep connections. I know someone who used to train with them when they were in a school before they became big. Really? Well, we got to check out on that. We got to double check on that, but, you know. Oh, no. I talk to the person every day. Oh, really? About trying to do it. Right. And he's working on it. Really? So, I'm... I think I'm like... If I had to give a percentage, probably 70%. Wow. I so if I could pull this, wow. I guarantee this will be the highest rated episode. Yeah, that's true. It could be. I mean, I mean, like I said, again, this is, you know, we, we had this, we're almost three years in, four years in. So maybe, you know, that's what's, you know, it's the next step. We keep expanding. So that's right. one thing. If I could get them, who knows who else I could get? Yeah, we never know. Yeah. Through them. So, yeah. But nonetheless, you know, that's still yet to come. So you'll see about that. You'll hear more about that, definitely. So, again, you can follow us on our social media. We'll see you soon. Sure. Would you say that is the biggest news RSN has got since we blew up on other platforms? It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is a big news. But, again, yeah, like I said, you guys will have to keep following us to see what's going to happen from here. So, definitely, you know, like I said, heads up to you guys. And I will, I will give updates every week on the progress I make. That's right. You can check on, that out. the poll. Ortiz and Santana. That's right. Definitely can check that out on, on the Twitter page as well. But also on Instagram, we're also there on Facebook, everywhere else. You know, Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, we're pretty much everywhere. So there's no excuses. So check us out. See you guys out. This is the big guys. Oh, and if you're on Anchor, if you have us on Anchor, you can listen to us while you're on your way to work or school, in a car, on the train, on the bus. Same with Spotify, same with all the other platforms. Yeah, but yeah. So this is Sal, the Mastermind. We're signing out. This is the big guy, Rich, signing out. Enjoy SummerSlam weekend, guys. Enjoy SummerSlam. We'll see you guys out.